Broadcasting from the Kennedy Center Studios, this is your chance to go behind the scenes of Hiram College Athletics. Meet the coaches, the student athletes, the staff, the alums, getting inside with the X's and O's of Hiram Athletics. Here's Bryson Butler through the middle. He's at the 10. Butler trying to push it to the outside. He's got a touchdown. Top of the elbow, bounce pass into the lane. It's a flush again for McQueen. Conroy down the lane, kicks it left-hand side. Mariah catch, three good. Terrier Nation, this is Talking Terriers. And welcome on into another edition of Talking Terriers. Ari Ross alongside head women's basketball coach Alex Dellis. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks, Ari. How are you? I'm doing well as well. It's it's beautiful weather outside here at Hiram, and we're, we're excited for this upcoming week. And I know you guys start hitting the court for practicing over the next two weeks. That's got to be an exciting feeling. Yeah, we're so excited. It's uh, The date's been bumped up by NCAA rules. Um, we can start as early as October 1, as long as we don't go over those 114 practice dates. So we're going to get after and start October 1 and, and practice three days a week. And I can't wait. Yeah, it's exciting to look out the window and see whether it's football, soccer, or even baseball or softball out in the practice field, all wearing masks and social distancing, of course, but we're doing a great job so far. We haven't had any outbreaks, fingers crossed, and so far so good, and it's looking like that practice is going well, and hopefully it continues that way and we're able to play some games in the spring. Yes, definitely. I hope everyone's able to play some games this spring. Yeah, we can't wait, and of course, we're excited to have a pair of guests on this podcast, a mother-daughter duo, both Hiram grads, Wanda Gemmel-Hoffman, class of 87, and Holly Hoffman, class of 2019. An exciting conversation with the two of them, a pair of Hiram alums who've kind of followed in each other's footsteps without really knowing it. Yeah, their story's so interesting. I'm excited for everyone to be able to hear and, and learn a little bit more about them. Absolutely. It's, it's an exciting duo, and we'll get right to their interview in just a second. And we are now joined by a pair of guests on this episode of Talking Terriers, a mother-daughter duo from Hiram College, Wanda Gemmel-Hoffman, class of 1987, and Holly Hoffman, class of... 2019 joining us on the Talking Terriers podcast. Wanda and Holly, how are you doing today? We're doing well. Thanks for having us. Oh, well, Alex and I are super excited to have you. And Alex and I, a couple of days ago, we were talking about this. It's it's a very small world at Hiram. I was redoing all the record books this summer, and there were a lot of names with similar last names or the same last names popping up. And I didn't even put two and two together because in the record book, Wanda, you're Wanda Gemmel, and Holly's Holly Hoffman. I, I didn't put two and two together. And I'm start talking to Dave, and he mentions that, Wanda, you're Holly's mom. And I'm like, we have to have you on the podcast. And that's that. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, of course, there's so many connections between the two of you. We'll get into some more. But I, I think it's crazy that, Wanda, you coached Britt. Now, Holly's coaching with Britt. It's, it's, it's just such a small world here, Hiram. Very small world, but a lot of goodness comes out of the area. So I'm pretty happy we're all here. Absolutely. So kind of to start things off, of course, this summer's been kind of crazy for all of us, but kind of how have you guys been spending the past couple months with everything going on and with everything sort of leading up to the start of things going on at Hiram? Um, well, at the beginning, we, we had a lot of family time. We were always home at the end, which is kind of different for us because we're always on the go. Uh, but it was fun. It kind of sucked because my sister was in her senior year. So she missed out on that softball season. So we tried to make it out to the field and, you know, hit some soft toss and that kinds of stuff. Um, Cause she still hung on to a little bit of hope, which <laughs> is a little upsetting, but we still made the best of it. And then we got out and we're disc golfing, you know, staying social distance, obviously, but like, yeah, doing some fun activities with family. I don't know if you want to add. That's the fun thing about having the big family. That's athletic. You can still get out, do a lot of good activities and still be, safe because you're all with the family that you're living with and we didn't always have to have friends and uh other people around because we had enough to still fill a softball field and <laughs> do things like that with the whole family so it, it was nice to have time together Wanda you mentioned that you're you know an athletic family can you talk a little bit about your athletic experience at Hiram and what it was like being a multi-sport athlete 
you know, a lot of people can't do that anymore nowadays. So I think I was fortunate to be in that time frame where I could come to Hiram and play all three sports. It was kind of crazy because I transferred over and the first call I had was from Allison Mishler, uh, which was actually uh, one of the girls that I played against in high school. So they were a rival from Garrettsville. And um, so she was here and when I got on the phone with her, I'm like, what is she calling me for? And then when she's like, I'm welcoming you to Hiram, uh, was wondering if you were interested in playing volleyball. So that was very cool. So I got to play with her and a lot of really good athletes here at Crestwood from the area and uh, Debbie Glass back then. And uh, I know she coaches in the area and her daughter came here, uh, Jessica. And so it was pretty neat. I was, I had great coaches. Rock was one of my coaches and um, Hollinger was here. And uh, I remember in the softball field, uh, it was down below the football field when I came here and uh, Murtis Herndon was always there to support us. And she was always cupping her mouth and hollering out. And uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, I, I just loved it. Uh, sports was my life. It was my getaway. And uh, I was very lucky to be gifted to get a chance to play here at Hiram. And, and I, could, I got to play for Howard Jenner for basketball. So that was pretty cool, too. So uh, a lot of good memories, a lot of good people that I came in contact with here playing three sports. Coach Jenner was only like a one-year women's basketball coach, right? Wasn't he only there for a short time? Oh, four years. Okay. Ari's telling me four. So. <laughs> it was four because I was lucky enough to coach for him. We had a great time. We had a wonderful group of girls. And he coached softball, I believe. And then I got the opportunity, which might be a later question, to come back and coach with them. A perfect transition there. Of course, you were a three-sport athlete, women's, women's volleyball, softball, and basketball, playing all three sports. Then, of course, you quickly came back and were coaching some of those sports as well. well how did you sort of get into coaching, and what was then the transition to into coaching at Hiram? Well, what ended up happening is I graduated here. I was coaching at Crestwood as soon as I graduated because I love athletes, I love sports, and I love teaching slash coaching. And so I left here and I started coaching volleyball at Crestwood. I, again, was just uh, doors open and uh, the volleyball coach left at Crestwood. So I had my in there. I actually started coaching in the summer and still wasn't working. I ended up subbing there forever. And I also coached basketball. And right where the coach was uh, bringing in another coach, I got the opportunity to come here to Hiram and work with Howard. And it was a great experience. And so that was pretty cool. So one door closed while another one opened. We were just going through some uh, some stuff in our house, you know, spring cleaning because of COVID. And uh, we saw some old like recruiting uh, binders that she had. So she had some recruits listed in there with like notes and everything. It was, it was funny to see actually. <laughs> That's awesome. That wasn't a question we had, but like recruiting back then, what was that like? Like, cause nowadays everything's online, internet, internet texting. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And before you just went out and introduced yourself to people and it was always more or less phone conversations or actually going somewhere. Uh, it was a little bit difficult because, as we well know, when you're looking around the area for athletes, you're getting the stars from every school, which a lot of those stars aren't used to being on a team with all these stars. So it's it's hard to juggle their uh, pride in being on the floor at all times, working hard, and then realizing that there are other athletes out there that have experienced the same thing throughout their high school career. So it's a juggling act, but it's still a great act to have to juggle. <laughs> and, and how did you feel coaching at your alma mater? You know, I was very surprised and excited you know, I didn't really actually think that I would be coaching here. And I also got to coach the softball team. And what was kind of crazy is that I, like you said, Howard only coached the four years. And then the next year we were supposed to have a woman take over 
basketball and softball and last minute she left. So going from an assistant job with Howard to all of a sudden being the head coach uh, was a lot different than you're making all the calls and things like that. You're buying furniture to put into your office so that <laughs> you're there all the time so you can relax. So that was new. And then I had one of my best friends as my assistant coach, which her brother in the far future ended up being my husband. So <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> lots, lots of connections. So of course, Wanda, you, you've, you've seen Hiram change over the years. So, so or what have you seen Hiram sort of change and how have you seen it change over the years, both as sort of an undergrad in, in, the, in the late eighties and now and sort of the past, the past few decades is with you coaching and now Holly coaching. So are you kind of talking about shag carpet and no <laughs> no wood flooring? <laughs> um, you know what? Hiram has grown and it's still beautiful. It has always been a beautiful campus, uh, the area, the countryside, the trees in the fall. It's gorgeous, but things that are changed, the new gym that's downstairs, the beautiful, awesome weight room that we have, uh, the bigger buildings, the the nice town hall homes that the uh, students can live in now, those were never there. Like I said, they they made the new softball field, Murtis Herndon's uh, softball diamond, they called it after her, that was not there when I was here. And um, so a lot of nice, fresh, brand new things, uh, bringing it up into the 2000. And um, the area of the sidewalks, the just the beautiful landscaping and everything that they did, a lot more connecting, uh, bringing in more uh, students throughout the countries and things like that. But it's always all positive though. So uh, a lot of that stuff is pretty cool, pretty new, pretty fresh. Although the gym down there is still kind of old. The window that we broke is <laughs> it might be replaced, but it's still there. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the athletes that come through, they love the kind of the mix, the old and the new and, and just how beautiful like the gym ceiling is and how it's like very traditional. But also, yeah, the weight room, as you mentioned, and um, the Steve Belichick uh, Olympic Training Center and all really, really nice upgrades. Um, and, and as you're like thinking of Hiram and, and some of your fondest memories, what were some of your fondest memories from your undergrad, your coaching years, anything that really sticks out to you? Well, I just lived in Manaway, so I was only about five or 10 minutes away. Problem being is I was a three sport athlete. So when you're going from class to class to class, and the next thing you know, you only have an hour or two before uh, practice or workout, uh, me and my friend, Lisa Petey, we would always hang out. And actually in the Kennedy Center down in the basement was like a lounge area. So that was kind of our home away from home is the lounge area. And uh, a lot of good memories. I did work study program here, Pell Grant. And so I was working in the kitchen. So we were always in the kitchen and setting up food and doing the dishes and everything. And so a lot of those memories, it, girls that I played against in high school, actually becoming great friends with them and being a part of their lives and their weddings and their children and getting together. And it was kind of cool that people you thought, oh, she shot like a frog when you were in high school. She always shot like a frog or whatever that you had really, you know, when you're young and you're playing against other teams and then you get here and realize, how awesome they are and the friendships that you make and and still staying in touch with them, still sending Christmas cards, even though you can't always get together. Those are some great memories, the, the friendships and the close-knit ties and uh, what it gives you for the future, uh, your education and the coaches, you know, your heartbreak when you see them pass away and how wonderful they were and, you know, a lot of those things. Uh, still seeing their pictures out there and seeing everybody and thinking, I remember them. They were excellent coaches and uh, taught me a lot. I thought for sure you would have brought up the alumni games because I've seen you play back. Oh, these you have it right here on my paper. <laughs> alumni games. I'm like, oh, wait a God. second. <laughs> you know, 
you know, I did write that down and I love the alumni games. I just, other than one time, only one time I was allowed to play in the volleyball game because it wasn't <laughs> good enough the years before. But with the new coach, Britt Maley, she let me come and play in the alumni game. But <laughs> I think I served and got an ace, but I'm a lot older and slower and a little bit heavier. But love the basketball games. It is so much fun. I I love those to death. And it always makes me sad because I was coaching J.O. volleyball. So when I see where, when it's at, I hurry up and check my schedule to say, can I make it? And I think, I don't know if we still had the one this past year, but it breaks my heart not to be here for those because they are awesome. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for inviting us and keeping us playing because it is a huge highlight for coming back and playing. Yeah, yeah, Thanks we for bringing that up. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, we love having you. That's why I was just plugging that in to make sure that you know we'll find a date for this upcoming spring. Fingers crossed, and, and get we to better because I love playing here. It's, it's the best. It, I mean, I'm here all the time because she came here and was playing, and then her boyfriend Colton was playing yeah. boys volleyball, so. We got to come for the boys and we got to come for the girls. And I wish Holly would have played basketball, <laughs> but she didn't because then we could play alumni basketball together. <laughs> but Brittany and I and just get to play. So that's always fun, but still. And of course, Wanda, you were inducted and in, you're a Hall of Famer. You were inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1999. What, what was that like? You know what? It was unbelievable to tell you the truth. I love sports and I played them because I love them. And luckily I was God gifted and a hard worker. And I grew up with an older brother that always beat on us all the time. So he made us <laughs> tough and strong. And my sister was awesome. She was my role model. When she played, I wanted to be like her and uh, love her to death. So she kind of got me into everything. And when I was inducted, it just meant the world. I didn't think I was good enough, I guess, when I played because because I always wanted to be better. I always would find the little things that I did wrong and always want to get better at those. So when the, I was inducted, it was a privilege and an honor. And my mother and father were here. My in-laws were here. Of course, my husband, Tom, was here. And then actually... <laughs> I had a picture and I really wish I could have grabbed it and brought it in and held it up for you. But we were all there with my flowers and everything. And um, I had my eldest daughter, Sally, there. And then Holly was there. You could have seen her as a little one. And I want to believe my other daughter, um, Lily, was there. We call her dog. But yeah, so it was kind of cool. And I guess that was the first of many introductions to try to drag them in the home in the family of Hiram College. Yeah, the same thing. Like I said, when we found her recruiting binder, we also found our name tags for when she was inducted. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I guess I went, but I don't remember. <laughs> okay, she's given away I'm a hoarder. But, <laughs> but we knew that. She's telling tells on me. Yeah, there's nothing wrong well, with hoarding that sort of stuff, though. Yes, yeah. they're memorabilia. And of course, Wanda, you've also seen some teammates and some players you've coached inducted into the Hall of Fame. What's that been like? You know, it, it just makes me proud. And even though I might have just been a tiny bit of a part of their success, um, it's still, I'm so proud of them. Very strong women that um, are so successful. And it, there's always this cute little poem that I would use if I had students or athletes for a long period of time. The little girl I coached, very sentimental about how they come in so shy and sad. And when you talk to them in a loud voice, how they break down and cry. And then by the end of the season, they're joking around with you and picking on you and making fun of you because <laughs> your relationship has grown that strong. And then to see them develop and grow and become such fun young ladies as well as athletes and get inducted, um, it just makes you proud. I mean, I know you as a coach, uh, when you coach these young ladies, they become your children, your daughters, and uh, you hurt for them and you're proud for them and uh, definitely extremely proud of all the 
young ladies that have been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Holly, so you're following in your mom's footsteps and and you're getting to be here, hopefully someday get inducted in the Hall of Fame, have her there. What's the experience been like playing and now coaching at your mom's alma mater? Oh man, it's uh, it's been interesting. I mean, um, I didn't really, I mean, we knew that she went to Hiram, but at the same time, like, that wasn't really like a, oh, we're going to go for Hiram, we're going to play at Hiram, whatever. So it's kind of unexpected in a sense. Um, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's been great. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a great time. Uh, I don't, again, I don't think I ever realized that I was actually following in her footsteps, um, until I like took a step back and I realized, Hey, wait, you went to a community college. I went to a community college. Wait, you transferred to Hiram. I transferred to Hiram and we're both playing volleyball. I was like, that's, uh, it's super cool. And again, she's, a she's a big role model of mine always has been. So I see, I admire everything that she embodies. Um, so just being able to, I guess, live that way has been awesome. And go, going back a few years, Holly, did you always want to sort of play and maybe even coach at Hiram or was this not even on the horizons for you? You didn't even know you wanted to coach or it just kind of all fell into place. So yes and no. <laughs> um, Growing up in the gym, I always knew that I wanted to do something with sports, um, whether that be playing or coaching. So I knew that was somewhere in my path. I always knew that I wanted to play um, and just knew kind of I was naturally, I guess, a coach in a sense, just because I learned everything from her and just seeing her. Um, but yeah, no, I never thought it would be at Hiram. I always knew it would be somewhere, but I don't think I ever pinpointed Hiram. But I mean, it's cool. I mean, we have pictures from my graduation and we're both out there ringing the bell uh, because we took a picture with us and it's like, oh, it's just another thing to share. I mean, not that. So she has four girls, right? And I'm the only one with blue eyes, just like her. It's just another thing to share like that. <laughs> the, con the connection is fierce there. That That's for yes. sure. Right? <laughs> Um, and, and as you've kind of gone through this transition, Holly, from student to coach, and can you tell us about that transition? Because it's not easy to make that transition sometimes. Sometimes you, you have to, like, really space yourself out from the players. So talk about how you transition through that. I think, and yeah, not all cases are easy, but I think in my case, growing up how I did and having the role models and the support that I did, it was actually a very smooth transition. Um, as a student athlete, I would always get comments from coaches like, oh, it's just like having another coach on the floor. So I always had that natural leadership ability and uh, God gifted, or, you know, maybe I learned it from my mom, who knows, <laughs> but, uh, but I always had that natural kind of ability to coach. And always when I played in the setter position, um, or even as a point guard or even as a shortstop, like I always had that like captain role to pull my teammates in and to give them criticism at the same time, but also give them the love and respect that they deserve um, and just push them to be better. So I think the transition has been very easy just because my athletic experience has been very similar to coaching. So I don't think it's been too different. Um, on the back end of that, recruiting is new. So that's something, you know, you have to learn a little bit, but it's highly, highly relationship building. So that's, uh, that's not too bad, especially with the positions that I've been in. It's all been building relationships and pushing people to reach their potential. Yeah. And I, and you and your mom, it's like, instantly you want to continue conversation with both of you. So I'm sure that it's, it's so natural for you with recruits because one, if you're recruiting in the area, you've coached against maybe, or played against some of these players or co played against their coaches and you have a lot of connections. And uh, I mean, we enjoy having you in the office every day, being able to talk to you. And uh, of course, Britt and just what you both bring in the, in the office has been awesome. So I'm sure recruiting you are natural. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm always asking her. I'm like, okay, so who'd you play? Are they good? <laughs> Do they have any good players? <laughs> it's that's a good connection to have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and we, we can't ask your mom this, Holly, and not you. So what what are your some of your fondest memories, sort of, from your undergraduate career, athletic career here at Hiram, and maybe now from this oh, past year or so, so coaching too? Yeah. So so just going through uh, my first year playing, 
I was uh, kind of still recovering from a knee injury. So that was a little rough. And then the second year playing, I uh, was able to get stronger over the summer, you know. So uh, Kyle Mars trusted me to run a 5-1, which was incredible, especially due to my size and stature. Um, that was amazing to be able to be uh, trusted in that position. Um, and then playing that was awesome. Um, and then, you know, just coming in every day, I, I, this might be cheesy, but like every day just coming in and being able to play the sport I love, like that's such an honor and a blessing. And um, again, not many people get that opportunity. So that has been great. Um, additionally, uh, the people, the people are awesome. Um, the teachers are amazing. They always want to see you succeed. I had my advisor, Mike Rebold. He is a boss. He is awesome. He got me in and out and learning all that I need to. So I owe a lot to him for all of my undergrad success um, and the coaches. Coaches are awesome. Uh, Eleni was great. Kyle, again, I can't say enough good things. And then having Maylee, she was just our uh, Brit. <laughs> she was just our uh, assistant. But uh, yeah, that um, and then, yeah, the athletes that I'm working with. It's it's so funny because the seniors now who are going to be graduating I came in with as when I transferred. So they were freshmen and I was a junior. So I had those two years playing with them. And then now with my GA position, I am able to coach them so I can see them all the way through. And even that's just super awesome and uh, definitely, definitely a great time. So yeah, those are, those are some great memories, not anything like super specific, but yeah, definitely. It's evident that you love what you do, Holly. That's for sure. Um, and, and so, Wanda, what about for you? What's it like to see your daughter play, graduate from, and now coach at your alma mater? You know, it's hard, and I'm afraid. You know, I was looking down through some of the questions, and I'm a very sentimental mom. And talking, I don't want to get overly emotional because I can break down in tears anytime. But uh, just extremely proud. I knew she could do it when uh, she first started J.O. Volleyball. She was on a team and I sat up high because when you're a coach, it's always nice not to sit by parents. So I would always find myself up in the bleachers kind of by myself looking down on the floor watching her play. And it was natural. She just would bring her team up. She wasn't one of those people that would, I'm better, get out of my way, I'm going to play the ball or whatever. She would just bring everybody with her. And at that age, that young of age, I was so proud of her. And I knew it would only get better. And everything she does, I just feel her heart's in it. She's very competitive, but understands that not everybody's as competitive as she is. And she just has a great way with the young ladies, how to make them feel good about themselves, how to get them where she needs them to be, giving them confidence, but also constructive criticism. Uh, there's no words in the world that I can say. <laughs> She's speechless. I'm, I'm very proud. <laughs> she also passed on her emotional side to me too so <laughs> very, proud. I'm very proud so i think this this begs the question for both you and Wanda, you wanda and you holly did you ever think that sort of you'd be a mother-daughter coaching duo and then even further do you ever want to coach together will we be, ever be seeing you both on the sidelines coaching because i want to <laughs> see that <laughs> I would say yes all the way because she is so smart. <laughs> I mean, even even behind the scenes, we're kind of a coaching duo. Um, like with my coaching experience, I'll lean on her. With her coaching, she'll lean on me. So even if we're not like, um, it, if it doesn't say head coach, assistant coach, or like co-coaches, I mean, either way, we're helping each other out. So I mean, definitely in the future, that would be uh, that'd be something cool to like legitimately be in the same gym, helping each other out. But I feel like that's just kind of what we've always done. <laughs> so, but no, I don't, I don't, I mean, thinking about it, I'm sure we 
thought, yeah, hey, we'll probably get there sometime. We'll probably coach together or whatever. But, I mean, it's just been so natural. We just have always been helping each other out. I always want her in my corner. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great that you can use each other to bounce ideas off of and and just, you know, what will work or what do they think after a game or uh, a match. And so um, kind of taking a little bit of a – we're going backwards a little bit. Can you both talk about why you chose to come to Hiram? Because you both did go to a community college transfer in, so kind of the same route, but different years, right? So talk about that. With me, I went to Crestwood, right there in Manaway, and uh, I didn't think I was going to go to college. I kind of took secretary in high school, but I had very supportive coaches in school, uh, Mr. Tosh, Mrs. Gibbonrath, And again, I was pretty gifted and they really encouraged me to go to school and I didn't think I could, I didn't think I could afford it. Uh, My family was on the low end and um, I know the uh, Dean of Students here was looking in the area for athletes and he got a hold of me and I was thinking about coming here, but I hadn't taken any college prep. Uh, this is an academic school, and um, for high school, I wasn't gearing towards college. At that time, again, doors open and closed, that administrator was moving to a community college in Illinois, only Illinois, and he's like, hey, come out and visit. I was good friends with the superintendent's daughter that was at Crestwood, so her mom and her and my mom and I all jumped in their station wagon and drove to Illinois and that Dean of Students was affiliated with Hiram. So when I got there, I got a scholarship there. He helped me uh, get through those two years of school. Everything transferred over to Hiram. So it was kind of already set out when I started talking to them that that was my intent to go to the junior college for two years. Then I would have my education that I needed to transfer over to Hiram. And it just worked out perfectly that I went there for two years on a scholarship, which helped me save money. And then coming, transferring to Hiram. And again, very close to home. I don't know if you talked to Brittany Dye very much, but we both <laughs> say it. Uh, we kind of bleed uh, red and gray from Crosswood and then coming to Hiram we bleed the Hiram colors as well. So we just, I just, it just fell into space. And I went into education and I had um, Kathy Feather, Fagber. I don't know if it rings a bell. She should have her name around here. <laughs> excellent, excellent um, education teacher that was here. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she passed away of cancer while she was working here. And her daughter also went to Crestwood and came here, very good athlete and uh, just a wonderful teacher to teach for the future. Again, I have to uh, piggyback on what Holly said about the staff and teachers and everything here were just top notch. I mean, the professors were unbelievably great and so helpful. So yeah, it was kind of cool. I came back home, came back home. Um, And then for me, I mean, I looked here my senior year just a little bit. Um, I mean, I applied because it was close and I knew I wanted to be close. Um, But in high school, I mean, I just got caught up and, you know, senior year, all the fun activities, you know, we had, I was a three sport athlete. So I was going from volleyball. We went really far in volleyball and that just went right into basketball season. So there was no break. I didn't want to miss school, um, even though it's an excuse absence, but I never wanted to miss. Um, I just loved it. And then basketball, we actually did pretty well. And we, um, that went right into softball season. And then it just got softball time. And I was like, oh, shoot, uh, I probably should pick a college because I know I want to play. But at the time, I was just looking at all the prices and everything and just was smarter for me to go to Tri-C. And so I went there, I played my two years and I tore up my knee the second year. Um, I ended up getting a call from Eleni near the end of that year, and she was like, hey, are you still interested in, you know, playing in Hiram because you'll transfer? So I transferred in uh, my major exercise science. They had just gained the partnership that year, so kind of like everything just fell into place, 
and it was just like perfect. I've always kind of been more of a go with the flow kind of person. So it just worked out for me. Um, and yeah, so she called me, I came in here for a visit. And by the end of the visit, she was like, I think she was wondering if I was going to commit. And I was like, I thought that was the point. I thought I was just coming here to say like, yeah, I'm going to commit. So, so it worked really super well. And, uh, yeah, so that's how I that's how I got here. <laughs> and of course, you you both talked about you have so many Hiram memories, but but what about traditions? What's what's your favorite sort of Hiram tradition? Go ahead. <laughs> well, again, you mentioned it earlier, but I love the alumni games. That is a great, great. That will bring me back all the time, and um, just the uh, trying to think. I don't think I ever got to ring the bell. So that was kind of sad. Uh, I don't know if it was really there for us to ring. I think it was, uh, I'm teaching like a history course on Hiram and there was a bell between, they said Centennial and Kennedy, but it was in a bell tower and you had to like sneak in to ring it. Um, and they said it was like very scary to try to sneak in. Like you'd have to climb it and like people were risking their lives. So Tom Shema removed it. And that's why it's back down here at the Coleman Center. Good place to have yes. it. Good place to have yes. it. Yeah, I think I think for me, ringing the bell was awesome, you know, getting back late at night and running out there to ring the bell, you know, and even if some people like it was a late trip, so we're all tired and it's like, no, we still got to go ring it. <laughs> so that was awesome. Um, additionally, I love recently, like the week of welcome. It's just so fun. All those fun activities that you have and can do and just socialize with is super cool. And uh, I mean, I never lived on campus, so it was kind of like going back and forth, but it's still, I still got to enjoy everything that I wanted, so. So do either of you have any advice for current Hiram Terriers? Um, <laughs> yeah, how much time do you have? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I mean, definitely have fun and make the most of it, I think. So I just had recently taken a leadership and motivation class and we learned about like mindsets and whatnot. And I think if you always remain a student, if you always remain or have the attitude of a student of constantly learning and constantly growing and improving yourself, you're going to go places. I think um, that is absolutely huge. Don't you can't think that you know everything because the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. I think you just have to continually learn and improve and grow. So that would be mine. <laughs> Adapt that mindset. <laughs> I have to agree with that. Also, too, I feel that you do have to enjoy life. Don't get yourself into something that you're not happy doing because it is for the rest of your life. And you don't want to be in a job that you don't appreciate. And you want to be around people that make you happy and not stressed out. And I always try to let my girls know that when you walk into the gym, have fun. This is your getaway. This is how you release uh, stress. This is your happy place. And I feel that's for people moving forward. You're going to get your degree there, uh, here and move on, whether it's to another college or graduate or somewhere else. And again, like Holly's saying, always keep learning, always keep moving forward and make the best of it where the saying is you can't teach an old dog new tricks but that's really not a great saying because you can always keep learning always growing always uh gaining more as aspect from other people their intake and their their ideas can also help you become better at what you're doing uh, back then we didn't have all these really cool get togethers and it's kind of like you did yourself you're another group and then you're gone so they have really gained a lot of activities to bring people more together to make more connection to have students understand uh to have that leadership role and to get better and stronger and that's pretty cool always always be looking to make the best out of things always look at the positive and taking taking a look ahead where are you see yourselves in, in five to 10 years? What, what's next for Holly and Wanda? <laughs> um, well, the honest answer is I don't know. Not a bad answer. <laughs> um, I feel like that's a little bit of a trick question sometimes in interviews, but uh, honestly, I don't know. Um, ideally, um, I'd want to be married 
and uh you know to colton who i met here at hiram so i guess that also goes into one of my fondest memories just so he knows so i say yes i said something about you um <laughs> but yeah i mean we met in a transfer class so yeah that was awesome but yeah definitely married you know kind of starting a family i mean i'll be 28 to 33 right so uh hopefully getting a family going by then and uh you know just loving what i do whatever that is i choose to do um staying connected to here to crestwood to something um that would just be awesome so uh short answer i don't know long answer i would like to find something that makes me happy and have a family going so so with me, I'm going to be old. <laughs> like I said, like when, <laughs> when I coached here, I coached with Margie Shadima, and we brought in a group of guys to scrimmage our basketball girls. And one of them happened to be her brother, which I ended up marrying. He was here for my introduction to the Hall of Fame, which was cool. We're still together. We have four I love them to death, daughters. <laughs> and Sally's at Kent getting her master's and Holly's here getting her master's. And my other daughter, Lily, she is in Crosswood schools, uh, somewhat following in my footsteps as well. And then my youngest that she just graduated. She's a great example. <laughs> we are, we're all going that way. <laughs> and then my youngest, I would love for her to come to Hiram as well. She's an amazing athlete and takes a lot after Holly, but I'm hoping they're all on their well way to their adulthood life and happy with steady jobs and responsible. And believe it or not, I think my husband and I would like to spend quality time with my daughters and their significant others with maybe some grandchildren. That would be nice. <laughs> I keep talking to Colton and Holly, but she's not ready yet. <laughs> but yeah, and, uh, and just enjoy a lot of family time and eventually helping out with my grandchildren, getting into sports and leading them to hire them. Future Terry. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> We'll, we'll breed them for the college. <laughs> Love it. I don't know if you're going to get any boys, but, you know, girls are great. Well, and you know what's funny, too, is uh, Colton and I met here, which is super cool, and we're HC, so Holly and Colton. I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> it's like the ultimate high <laughs> Both volleyball players. Yeah, so cute. Both number four. So we, we, we wrap up every podcast here on Talking Terriers with the Terrier 10. <laughs> 10 questions to better get to know you on a personal level. We get some rapid fire answers. So kind of to kick things off for you, Wanda and Holly, what is your favorite non-Hiram, of course, sports team? Uh, Crestwood High School Volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I will add that. But I will also say uh, we're big uh, Steeler fans just because uh, my grandparents are from Pennsylvania and we go to training camp every year. So we're big Steeler fans. Yeah. Great. And your favorite sports player? Um, fictionally, I would have to say Dottie Henson from A League of Their Own. Um, she is a straight baller. She's awesome and she's super humble about it. Um, I love her. But uh, legitimately, um, I've been very interested in Kevin Green. I watched a football uh, live thing on him and just the passion that he plays with. He uh, played for the Steelers. Uh, it was inducted in the Hall of Fame. He also played for a couple other you know, teams. But he just the passion he played with, It's I admire that and his work ethic. And he just loves the game. So, I would say Misty May, volleyball, Sam Volleyball, Olympic volleyball stuff. And, of course, I'll go along with my daughter, Sally, and the soccer team, the Olympic soccer team working together and all the players on there. What is your favorite movie? Um, so when I was little, it was Lion King, and, you know, it still is. But uh, I got to go with A League of Their Own. That, that I can quote that movie. We had it in class one day, and I kind of got yelled at because I was saying every line. <laughs> it comes on. My sister has a sweatshirt. I have all the quotes on the back. That is 
uh, an excellent movie. Yeah, excellent. I'm into comedy, so I like Taxi or anything that's uh, comedy, The Three Fugitives. Anything that makes me laugh from the gut, I love laughing and watching comedy. Uh, favorite current TV show? Um, love The Office. Watch that all the time. Uh, Parks and Rec is also good. I don't know. It's it's hard to pick a favorite because they're all so good. We also love Flea Market Flip. We love to see what they can do with some uh, old things. And then Four Weddings. We I, <laughs> I love that. I love to see what they come up with. And some of their budgets are outrageous. I'm like, you can probably afford a honeymoon. <laughs> but But it's outrageous. But it's so cool to just get ideas. I enjoy watching... Um, a lot of home improvement shows, the brothers versus brothers. I enjoy watching modern family when it was on again, comedies. I love impractical jokers. I like American says, I like some of the game shows, things like that. We've been getting into to tell the truth. Uh, that's an old show that came back. So anything like that. So we don't really have favorites as you can tell. <laughs> We just watch a lot. It's hard to pick one. <laughs> what song or podcast are you listening to right now? Honestly, not much into podcasts. Um, and no, nothing really specific with songs. But anything Kelly Clarkson is awesome. Um, and I, it just any pop music. We're, we listen to the radio a lot. So <laughs> I'm old school. So I like Prince. I also like Pink and Aerosmith. Madonna. I'm aging myself again, but <laughs> that's the group I like to hang with. Again, some of the modern ones, Kelly Clarkson and Pink. What about favorite food? Man, again, very difficult what, to pick up. What favorite. would you eat uh, right now? No calories, doesn't matter, anything in the world. You can get it right in front of you. I love, <laughs> I'm just going to get my short list. I love stir fried chicken and burgers. I'm a big <laughs> potato eater, which I need to cut back on. Anything potato, baked potato, cheesy potatoes. I love potatoes. I white parsley potatoes. I'm getting hungry. I'm salivating right now. <laughs> well, not to make you more hungry, but chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Chocolate shake, but everything else, probably vanilla. <laughs> that, that one was easy. <laughs> if you had one superpower, what would it be? Oh, man. That's difficult. Um, <laughs> I'd wanna, I would want to save people and take pain away. I mean, how can I not pick anything <laughs> but that? That would make me awful. <laughs> and you got flying teleportation, telekinesis, and nope, saving people. Uh, but I mean, in all honesty, that probably would be my go-to. Not to follow again in her footsteps, but. I mean, I said kind of a thing now <laughs> if you weren't working in sports what would you be doing i am working in teaching i work in a resource room i love working with children with resource and if i couldn't use that because i'm doing that as well they are phenomenal i would like to be a elementary math tutor i like that as well yeah it may come as no surprise but probably a teacher <laughs> It's just, you know, just interrelated, I feel, with coaching, just educating people. Um, if there was a job to be a professional dog cuddler, sign me up. But I don't think that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> so I, I would have to say a teacher. That should be a thing. Yeah. It should be. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. And so our last, our last favorite is, what's your favorite thing about Hiram? The favorite thing about Hiram is the people, the way they keep you involved, even though it's been many years here I sit, uh, they don't forget about you. Uh, you're always family to them and uh, you're always special and remembered. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, hands down, hands down the people. Um, like I said, I love the people that I play with, love the people that I now currently work with. Um, and then, you know, I met my boyfriend through here and hopefully we ride it out the whole way through. And uh, so definitely I would say to people, they're very, very awesome and unforgettable. I think that's what, Alex, eight for nine or nine for nine with podcasts with, with our guests saying the people or what makes Hiram or their favorite thing about Hiram? Yeah, it's the people. Like 
every conversation is enjoyable everybody you talk to like yeah what what else could you want yeah we're just a jacket like yours (laughs) (laughs) we can work we can work that out too well it's Take care of everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's been a blast having you two, Wanda and Holly, on this podcast. I feel like we could go another hour or two. Unfortunately, we do not have that time today, but we'll definitely have to have you on again. Thank you very much for joining us on today's Talking Terrier podcast. Wish you all the best. Stay safe and healthy. And as always, go Terriers. Awesome. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Thanks for having me. Great seeing you. <laughs> go Terriers. <laughs>And back here in our virtual studios, Ari Ross, alongside head women's basketball coach Alex Dellis. A great interview with two former Terriers, Wanda Gebel-Hoffen, class of 87, Holly Hoffen, class of 2019. A mother-daughter duo that was an incredible conversation to be had. And Alex, I think we could have gone on for maybe an hour or even too longer than we did. Yes, I wanted to keep talking to them all day, even even knowing that they are nearby. I was like, oh, do you want to grab coffee and talk some more? Because they are just so fun to talk to. Yeah, of course, with the with everything going on with the pandemic, we were we were right across the hall, which was a little bit weird, but we, we made it work. And you know what? They were such a fun duo. It's incredible to talk about Wanda's story and then Holly kind of following in her mother's footsteps without even realizing it. And just just a fun duo, and we love to have them here at Hiram. Yeah, they have so much energy and excitement about Hiram and the surrounding areas and just really passionate about what they do. So it was just so fun, yeah, to talk to them. Yeah, it's great to have them both here. Great to have them both around on campus and out and about. Wanda, of course, currently coaching volleyball at Crestwood High School. Holly, the assistant women's volleyball coach here at Hiram. We hope for great things for them in the future and can't wait to continue to see them around. Definitely. Uh, We thank you all for joining us once again on this episode of Talking Terrors. Be sure to subscribe and wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks again for joining us. And as always, go Terriers. This has been Talking Terriers, the official podcast of Hiram College Athletics. Stay up to date with all the latest in Hiram Athletics by visiting www.hiramterriers.com. Follow the Terriers on social media, on Facebook at Hiram Athletics, and on Instagram and Twitter at Hiram underscore athletics. Until next time, Terrier Nation, go Terriers.